guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Happy birthday to you. Oh. Happy, birthday Happy birthday to, to you. you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday dear Matt. You. Happy birthday, Happy birthday to, to you. Okay, I think well, we I think we stuck the landing. During that uh, whole song, it kept fuzzing in my ears. Like it really didn't want us to sing that song. <laughs> well, too bad it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't get to decide. Oh, we have Lucas. Uh, Lucas was having some technical issues. Everybody, so bear bear with us as we get him back. Lucas, how how are you? I have returned. Okay. Should we start over so we can, the three of us, sing happy birthday together? Hello, Pastor Dave. Oh, if I missed that, that'd be wonderful. Um, You missed it. So Matthew Barber will not be joining us tonight, and there's various reasons for that. Uh, But it's also his birthday, which is not why he's not here. But we wanted to wish you, Matt, a very happy 37th birthday, my man. Enjoy. Happy birthday, indeed. For Matt's birthday, I took a few minutes and uh, delved into the archives and posted a bunch of pictures of him back in university. So hopefully he enjoyed that. Are there any that you could share with us? Uh, right off the top of my head, um, I do not. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I, there probably are some. Yeah, could you do us uh, a little screen share? Give us give us a little taste. <laughs> Just hold on. You, I, While we're talking, I'll send you a few. I remember saying, well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club podcast. Uh, tonight, I'm one third of your host, Brad Silliker. Oh, I'm Andrew Beckwith. I am Lucas Candy. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on this, the 91st episode entitled, I've lost my notes, entitled Cheese, Grilled Cheese, Geckos, and Psalm 81. Tonight, we're going to talk about, just to let you know what's coming, we're going to hit a, um, did you just text me those pictures again? Is that how you sent them through text to me, Lucas? Yes. Okay, thank you. I'll look at them later at my leisure, I guess. (laughs) Um, tonight we're going to be talking and settling a 38 year old, uh, debate. Uh, we are going to catch up, you know, share a little bit. We're going to look at Psalm 81 and have a smart time. And Lucas has gecko stories, uh, for us, for his potent ponderable. And, uh, just, and then we'll remind ourselves also, uh, Lauren Hammond would love to see those picks. Afro on, um, I got to find a way to make them. Can you send them to me, Lucas? over messenger through fa- the facebook messenger the group chat this is no, nothing else matters right now okay <laughs> anyway for uh, while he's figuring that out uh remember that you can follow our podcast on all the social medias that matter we are there facebook twitter instagram we also have the website oxfordholyclub.com where if you're interested you can also get some merchandise um we have merchandise i, I had something else to say about it but i bailed <laughs> and uh, so we cost money. It, well, it caught, co- it does cost money and we, <laughs> we have merchandise and you can also get the SMORP document. If you want to follow along um, the SMORP that we do on this, on the podcast is something that actually goes on every day and there's different scriptures you can go through. And so if you want to get that document, you can do that. Also, if you want to send us a one minute message, the links are in the description for all of those things. And I'm going to toss to Andrew now with the tiebreaker. All right. Tiebreaker. So just a reminder, 
If you have a tiebreaker that you would like us to settle, you can visit OxfordHolyClub.com and you can submit it anonymously to us and we will definitely be able to settle any age-old debates you may have with a friend or a spouse. Uh, we are or sage abs- wisdom. Mm. We are absolutely qualified to do this. This is and, this uh, is what we've all trained for specifically. I I went to school for this. No, I didn't. Uh, yeah, and so we have a tiebreaker today. Here we go. My husband and I have been discussing the proper way to say the name of this sandwich for 38 years of marriage. So I'm hoping you guys can finally settle this with your expertise. I call it a grilled cheese, and my husband calls it a cheese grill. Hold on. What are your thoughts on this craziness? Hold on. Now, well, well, my question I actually, because I knew this was here, so I've had a few minutes to, to mull this over. Are <laughs> either one of these right? My question is... What do is, you call it? Well, I call it a grilled cheese, but in actuality, I'm grilling bread. I'm melting cheese. You could call it a cheese melt. That's true. Am I am I alone in this? Look, I'm, pu- I'm putting a poll. Well, cause that's, I'm putting a poll up for people. That was my thought because I said, well, of course it's a grilled cheese, but I was like, no, we call it a grilled cheese, but I mean, grilled cheese or a cheese grill to me, either one could be fine. I only think uh, grilled cheese sounds normal because that's what I'm used to. I don't know. Do you know, I wonder if this person is like a local dialect, like where they come from. It's (laughs) called that, you know, like a a British person calls like a wrench a spanner and a truck a lorry and all that stuff. I'm sorry. What Uh, is a wrench? It's a regional diet. Dialect. What's that? What's a wrench? Hold on. This is a not spanner. why we're here. A spanner. A spanner. Um. Yeah. Well, I like your whole uh, tuna, or I, I was thinking about like a tuna melt, right? Okay. You don't call it. Mm, uh, I, I do like tuna. You don't call it a grilled tuna, or you know, whatever. You. It, it's. It's a tuna melt. Like you melt the cheese on top of the bread. Right. It has nothing to do with the bread. That's true. Mm-hmm. Now, it wouldn't be a grilled cheese without it. They're just a cheese melt? I think cheese melt, actually, I feel like is the problem. You're both wrong. There. Cheese melt is what it should be called. What, what do you mean we're both? <laughs> oh, they're melt? both wrong. What the what is a cheese grill? I Listen, Scott, I'm, I got to be honest. I'm with you on this one. I do not know what a cheese grill is. It terrifies me that out there in the world somewhere, there's a gentleman calling this cheese melt a, a cheese grill. It seems to me that a cheese cheese grill does sound like something you would buy off an infomercial to make the world's best grilled cheese. Mm, Hold mm -hmm, on. Yeah. Now, I mean, Andrew, you tell me, don't let me push too far or go too hard on this, right? But like 38 years of marriage, you've got to think that this conversation has affected the lives of other people around (laughs) them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really, I'd be really interested to know if they have children and what their children call this sandwich i personally would also wonder i also personally wonder like what is where'd the entomology come from like the person who said cheese grill did it come from somewhere or did they just look at it and say no that's not a grilled cheese i dub it a cheese grill from here and forever um because if you went if you showed it okay I go to some like Polynesian tribe that's never been in the world, has no knowledge of anything. And I show them, I take a piece of bread, piece of cheese, teach them what that is first. If they don't know, then I put them together and I say, what would you call this? What do you think they call it? 
<coughs> I don't speak their language. Cheese sandwich. I have no idea. A cheese sandwich. Oh, uh, which is technically true. Because a lot of sandwiches are served hot, although they do call them hot. So it's a hot cheese sandwich. <laughs> it's a hot cheese sandwich. Uh, that's what we're going to order from now on. Also, I have more questions. Um, like, for instance, listener, because we know this is a listener. Did you know this going into marriage? Like, They come up in pre-marriage counseling is did, what he's asking. Did this, yeah. Th- this is something <laughs> that I'm going to start asking in premarital counseling from now on. When I have a couple in front of me, I'll be like, so listen... We want to just touch on a few things that, that you know, I, I've seen the pattern played out. It's not good. It eventually ends up with you going to some internet people looking for help. What do you call a hot cheese sandwich? Hot cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> or just anything, right? Like, do you have, do you call things weird things? Just like go through yeah. a list. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> like even feel? if you're from like different parts of New Brunswick or whatever, you know, like front yard, door yard. You know, all those kind of things. Transport trucks, transfer trucks, if you're nasty. Like, Ooh. you know, like. Oh, I don't care for yeah. that. <laughs> so. I've never heard transfer truck. Uh, that's an islandism, I'm pretty sure. Uh, listen, uh, I'm I'm an islander and I have not heard. Tra- I mean, I've heard transfer truck, but but not from anyone with any respect uh, for themselves. Brad, what do you call those ice cream cones that are half chocolate and half white? What do we call those ice cream cones that are half chocolate mm-hmm. and half white? The cone. Yeah. No, the actual ice cream on the cone. You know. You know it. Say it. <laughs> we call them swirls. What's up? Is that what you call them? No, we grew up calling them zebra cones. Go <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Me- I knew it. Uh, Melanie Taylor's coming in on this whole cheese debacle and saying a grilled cheese is a closed sandwich. A cheese melt is open. Oh, shoot. Okay. Oh. Hoisted open, by- like open faced or like the sides are pinched. Okay, well, hold on. Now we're making a you hot know. pocket. We're, make, we're making a pizza pop now if we just put a little bit of pepperoni in that thing. Because someone in apartment 11 days had like this grill thing that would like pinch the sides of, of a grilled cheese and like seal in whatever you were. Yeah, cooking. sandwich maker. Yeah, apparently. Well, okay. So, Andrew, we know mm. where this is coming from. <laughs> Have you ever heard this one? Has this been something yeah. that... Can, I mean, can, can, can we uh, yeah. pull the curtain so open on this? This is my mom and my dad. Full disclosure. <laughs> full disclosure. What do you call and them, Andrew? Well, he calls call them mom and dad. Cheese. <laughs> nah, but because it's a because it's a grilled cheese. I don't know why my dad calls it a cheese grill. Does your dad? He does. Does your dad look at you and just kind of roll his eyes and go, "Ugh, millennial." <laughs> no. Okay. Now, did you like, does, do you know where it came from? Like, did his parents call it a cheese grill? I have no idea. And it never really <laughs> even like, it's never really even something that I've thought about. Mm-hmm. He just, he just does it. <laughs> he just does it. <laughs> so I've been working really hard to get Gideon to only call roast beef, roast beast. Um, and it's been going well, um, but it will eventually become a thing. Yeah, so maybe life. that's where it happened. Maybe his maybe his someone bullied him. Was like, no, it's Let a him stray. Cheese, it's a cheese grill. It's a cheese grill. <laughs> well, um, listen, it's coming in through. Uh, I, I forgot to put the poll up on Facebook. It's there now, and 
the question is, what do you call this sandwich? And 100% of the people that voted, uh, and again, I can't see how many that is. Hot cheese sandwich all the way, baby. Probably thousands. Are, I think thousands <laughs> are coming in with, interestingly enough, we have more of a, an, a live audience right now than Jimmy Fallon did um, the other night, but that's that's a whole other <laughs> conversation. <laughs> we'll, we'll touch on that. Um, so it looks like, uh, I, I'm sorry, I do forget your mother's name. Debbie. Debbie. Debbie oh, and Mark. Well, oh, well, let's not mention their address because you know, you know what crazy fans are like, eh? Go camp out One, in front. Three, two. Go, go, no, shush. Go camp out in front trying to catch a catch a glimpse of Andrew. Look, it's cool breeze. <laughs> also, I, don't live, you, I don't live with my parents. <laughs> well, I mean not, anymore. Not, <laughs> that was uh, last do you, year. Do any of you guys ever eat um uh, hot hot cheese sandwiches with um, like real cheese, or does it have to be like fake cheese? Oh, I use real cheese most of the time. Okay, really? I'm curious. I'm terrified about what I think is real cheese. It's going to turn out to not be. So, like a craft, you know, thick slice. Uh, that's not real cheese wrapped in plastic. No, like, yeah, that's like that's garbage bag. Yeah. I, I know, but that's now, what to, I that's now, what I use. I, I use I use garbage bag cheese, and I prefer it on my hamburgers as well. So don't get me don't me get twisted. I have no way. problem eating garbage bag cheese. I'm just right. saying. We don't usually buy it, so I usually have to use so, like the block cheese. of cheese. So, right. so I've noticed that you guys have taken to calling this garbage bag cheese. So perhaps this is how it began with the cheese grill uh, thing. <laughs> and if we just continue to talk about this, henceforth, it is now known as a closed-face che- uh, garbage bag cheese sandwich. Hot, or, hot, hot garbage cheese sandwich. Hot, <laughs> hot, hot, nice. hot garbage bag sandwich. <laughs> Tiebreaker finished. <laughs> oh, that is clears it? things up, mom and dad. Well, there. Uh, everyone's coming in with it's grilled cheese. So, um, sir, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure what to tell you, other than with at least these three internet personalities, and I can guarantee one person that may or may not be us has voted and said it is in <laughs> fact a grilled cheese. Right. But for the record, I I really think it's a hot cheese sandwich. Listen, try hot cheese sandwich for a month. If you don't go back. Uh, I'll give you nothing. Okay. <laughs> well, fellas, it has been a while. So, well, it's been a week. So, why don't we catch up here? And uh, it, can I go first before before we jump into this catching up no, thing? No, you may not. Okay. Please go for it. Okay. Um, Scott, if you're... No, wait. Who wanted to see? Lauren, you wanted to see picks. I took the opportunity while we were tie-breaking to load a couple in. And assuming they work, uh, here's what Matt used to look like um I, the guys can't see it until they see it come up on facebook but uh yeah in fact you will see here uh right on your right you'll see lucas on the bongos uh, our friend and roommate nick on the on the keys that's me on the uh on the old guitar and matt barber uh right behind vocals. us on him matt on vocals uh andrew interestingly enough was uh well not there and the late edition yeah, late edition. And then, oh, I, I guess it's down here. And then this other one of Matt. Uh, here we see Matt in his natural habitat holding a hockey stick side profile uh, next to our world famous Apartment 11 door. This mm-hmm. was Worldwide Headquarters. Th- this was what headquarters? Worldwide Headquarters. That was, that was headquarters for quite some time. Anyway, uh, so there, for those of you that wanted to see a picture of Matt from his, from his youths, that's him. Uh, Andrew, what's been going on with you, my man? It's been a week. All right. 
So I am I am seeking the help of our listeners and you guys, I guess. Crowdsourcing. I or- think it was pro- it was August. I was on the podcast and I was talking to Brad about van shopping. Mm. Mm. And here we are. It is now March. And I still have not bought a van. <laughs> and my wife is ready for me us to buy a van. And so <laughs> I have this Honda Odyssey that I'm looking at. And I'm very seriously considering it, but it has 240,000 kilometers on it, <sighs> which is a lot of kilometers, but it's a Honda for, Odyssey. For an earthly car, for like a for some vehicles, that's a lot. Hmm. Or as the Honda fans would say, oh, she's just getting started. <laughs> yeah, that's so, right. Or Toyota. I am looking for wisdom and guidance. Do I buy this van, which I really like? Well, what mm-hmm. now, Mike? I guess my question would be: Is you mentioned your wife is is on you at the moment for this? So, which of God, I cannot afford a new car. Which which scenario <laughs> do you want to have? An Odyssey with two hundred and forty thousand like, kilometers. He, he's been on waiting. It. He's been waiting for someone to mention so he could swoop in there and get. <laughs> oh it. heavens! Good job, Scott. So, Andrew, which which scenario do you want? Would you like to wait and find something with less miles, but also have your wife, you know, Tiffany, um, asking you daily? Have you get Have you found a van? A van yet? Have you found a van yet? Or would you like to find a van? That may break down. <laughs> I guess I'm just saying which which is the lesser of the two evils. Here's my call. I call if you buy this vehicle and you take moderately good care of it, it will last you at least five years minimum. And I'm looking years. for five years. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm. That's what I'd be comfortable with. Well, that's a Lucas guarantee right there. You can take that that's straight no. to the mechanic. That's right. <laughs> and if it doesn't, how I many cars you, have uh, you worked on, Lucas? <laughs> I've owned several. I always buy them at the tail end of their life. So I'm I'm real good at spotting the <laughs> cars with a little life left in them. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit left to give. We're going to milk yeah. this. We're, we're going to take every ounce of life right Those out of you. Those cars take the last ride with me. Uh, no, shoot. Tiffany, <laughs> I knew you were watching. I knew you were watching. You are not evil in this situation. Can you put a... Yeah, Tiffany's not... Um, bothering me every day if we bought a van, but she just would really like us to have a van. Me too. But can you put a poll up there, buy the Odyssey, wait another six months. Okay. Because it's a 2011, (laughs) is it? It's a 2011, but it's like really clean. Yeah. uh, Pretty good, like on the underneath, like not a lot of rust or no rust really. I couldn't see. That's the only... that's the only stress I'd have with a with a Honda or Toyota is making sure it's you know. So we yet. bought our last car. <laughs> what happened to you? Where'd you go? Jeff LeBlanc. Sorry, I'm reading Jeff LeBlanc's comment. We got me an Odyssey and have barely touched it. How old was it when you a- bought it, Jeff? Except Jeff. <laughs> except for what, Jeff? Because I know there was a little hiccup when you first bought that 2007 Odyssey. Something fell off in his hands. Can you tell us what it was, Jeff? The steering wheel. Nope. Think bigger. (laughs) Think sliding. The door fell off. Yeah. (laughs) But other than that, it seems to have been a great unit. Like, I think it probably drives nicer than my my newer caravan. So listen, Jeff LeBlanc says give her, bud. And if someone comes in with that kind of authority, you just go and get it. Oh, now now to put to put a shout out. To put a shout out for Mr. Uh, Scotty Layton uh, at uh, Fairton Toyota, um, 
I was driving a Sienna that was at least a decade older than my caravan, and it drove way nicer than my caravan. I can guarantee oh, really? you that. Yeah, so uh, there you go. Hey, Scott, get- if you have oh. a Sienna in the $8,000-ish range, <laughs> you, can, you can give me a call. <laughs> That's right. I don't know if they're still watching, but I haven't been seeing it pop up because I'm not looking at the right screen. So just want to give a quick shout out to Steven, Rianne, Luke, Krista, Jeff. We know you're here. And Karen, welcome back. It's been a while. And Matthew Barber has joined the birthday boy himself. Happy hey. birthday to you. To no. you. Okay. That's all we're doing, right? Yeah. Oh, thank well, Matt. Uh, and so many my, more. And many more. Mm. Um, so... Oh, hey, Brad, have you gotten your thing yet? Uh, no, so, well, mine mine is obviously, you know, uh, we're not really, we're not going into it tonight, but the whole Corona thing and everybody self-isolating and all that kind of stuff. So uh, with two kids and some of you know exactly what it's like, you're trying to be respectful of all of that. And so you're explaining to your children why they can't go here, do this, all that kind of stuff, which means yeah. more time at home and you get outside and you do whatever. The long story short, I've got a daughter who loves to paint nails and today... <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Taking one Looking for the team. good. I, I realized that for the longest time since we've been podcasting, I've been do, holding my mic here and haven't, <laughs> haven't talked about the fact that my, my nails are painted, but I promised Harmony and she's in bed right now. I promised that I would show everybody um, my nicely painted and polka dotted <laughs> nails. Wow. I really like those polka dots. That's nice. She did a really great job. I was, I was on her floor. She painted my nails and then she went and got uh, like, um, oh, now I forget what they're called. Uh, but it's like to hold hair, like a pin, a pin or something Are you sitting like that. on your stomach with your legs kind of like up kicking in the air, you know, while she's doing your nails? Because that would have been a great picture right there. Great Lucas, that right. is 100% what it looked like. <laughs> yes. I I never even thought of it. Yes. <laughs> That's just his natural pose when he's on the floor. <laughs> yeah. My, my legs were up and like crossed back and forth, you, you know, and... <laughs> It's good. Yeah, Matt. P- yes. Thank you. Glad you can come into chat he's now. Like, Hashtag he's emo. Like Anti emo. <laughs> I really <laughs> am. Uh, That's great. Start a spa segment on here. <laughs> what a great idea. Get those gel nails. <laughs> Lavish, lavishing with Lucas. <coughs> That's right. Something like that. Anyway, uh, that's really been, you know, that's been my week. I'm on vacation right now, but because of everything that's happened with coronavirus, everything that I would normally be doing anyway over vacation got canceled. <laughs> so, and that's, well, I mean, it is, it is what it is. Uh, it's really got me thinking though, over the, the week, um, we, at the Holy Club are in a unique position where even though what we would all be used to for church, you know, is canceled and everyone's looking for live options and all that we are uniquely positioned uh, to maybe do something. I don't know what that looks like. We haven't, the four of us haven't sat down to talk about it or, or anything like that, but it just makes me, this week's got me thinking like, what could we do? And then I saw a couple of videos online of uh, Jimmy Fallon and I forget who the other one was uh, late, late night shows. And they had no audience, right? Because they didn't, they wanted people not to, you know, spread anything. And, uh, and I thought then, and they were like super awkward about it. And I thought, What's so awkward? This was like our first year of podcasting. That's right. It was no, I mean, we had some people, but no live audience, right? Anyway, mm. uh, so it's it. 
It brings me great joy. The situation is terrible, but it brings me great joy to know right now we have 12 live people watching, and that is 12 more than Jimmy Fallon had. That's crazy, guys. <laughs> this week, we've had more live viewers than Jimmy Fallon. We We're did it, guys. Up, we did it. We did it. Did it. That, <laughs> it. that was the, cl- the ladder I was climbing. I'm going to buy my Lambo. Okay. Lambo. <laughs> yeah. Big man Lambos, right? I thought he said lanyard or something at first. And I was like, okay. Sorry, Scott. He jumped right over. Couldn't afford you to. I don't have time for you. What would Dave Ramsey say about that mentality right there, Lucas? Not a sponsor. I, I, it's hard to say. Um, so for, for me, I was going to talk about um, the fact that, you know, school shut down. So now our school is getting ready to like figure out how to offer online school. And we've never done it before, and, you know, but it's actually going quite well. And it's funny because we've uh, we've been doing a lot of stuff through Zoom and and it turns out all this podcasting has been helpful because the, now I'm comfortable with uh, the Zoom app, which we use. So uh, that's been good. But I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about what's happened to me in the last like hour. And it's actually stressed me out more than <laughs> all of all of the C-19 stuff. And that is the fact that something weird is going on with my Facebook account and it's freaking me out. I'm so I'm sitting there, you know, going through Facebook as you would. And all of a sudden I realize I'm reading a post and like, who's that guy? Who's that guy? And then all of a sudden, like I see a post of a guy that like he asked to be my friend, but there's anyway, I, I just been letting him mellow in the, in the, in the purgatory of not accepted, <laughs> not denied. Can I get uh, out of there at some point, by the way? Sorry, what? Can I get out of that purgatory at some point, by the way? <laughs> I'm sure I've paid my dues. Anyway, and all of a sudden I see posts from this guy's like, what's happening? And I was like, maybe my kids like hit a button or something. And I look and there's tons of people that I don't know on my Facebook. And I was like, oh no, oh no. I knew something was went south. And I look up top. It's like, so-and-so accepted your friend request. So-and-so accepted your friend request. I was like, oh no, something's oh, going no. south. I was, oh, I went into panic mode right away. So anyway, I, I started thinking about like what happened, like how did this happen? Because the only I only go I was on like three websites all day, um, YouTube, um, the dark web. No, uh, YouTube. <laughs> what the, what um, do you wait? What do you call it? Never mind. Gmail and like web. and Zoom. Uh, so I was like, none of those would give me a virus or whatever. But then I remembered a friend of mine sent a link to like a group of friends, like, hey, check out this sweet deal, and I clicked on it, and it was this real <laughs> weird website. It was a real weird website. It was like, cheap it's deal. like KX, but why zum zum whatever at Shopify. And I was like, oh, this is a really good deal on a, on a, on a soft tub, like one of those like fake hot tubs. I was like, but this website, I need this. Sketchy. I need this. So I left. Did you even so I need left, it? But I did click the website and I'm pretty sure that's where I got it from. But I've done a bunch of stuff. Like I've logged out. I've did all this stuff and I keep the friends thing keeps ticking higher and higher. So, and it's like more and more people I don't know. So I just, uh, I panicked and I deactivated my account, like just burnt scorched earth. Um, and then once I figure out how to like fix it, I'll reactivate my account, I guess. But uh, um, actually I think a bunch of them are our listeners. So if you got a weird friend request for me, um, I, I undid all of that. And it's not because I don't like you. It's because I want it to be on, you know, on our terms, not on <laughs> some sketchy Ukrainian websites terms. Well, hold uh, on. Anyway, and it's just. That's too bad because that is stressful. an opportunity for us. That, so, that was an opportunity for us that you kind of let slip through your it fingers. Was, as I was defriending them all through this like, this like uh, healthy checkup part thing you can click on. Mm-hmm. I felt bad because a lot of people like, oh, these would be kind of nice people. But I was like. Ah, it just doesn't seem right. It just doesn't seem right. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta start, earn it. I gotta the way things work. I gotta earn this friendship. You gotta earn. We gotta earn it. But uh, anyway, so that's uh, a minor. So I was super stressed, and then I was like, 
I'm more stressed out about this than any of this stuff in the last like two months, which is probably not the right headspace to be in. I probably should be more stressed about, you know, people getting sick and whatever. But, you know, it just shows turns selfish out, nature of man. Turns out you could have used a, um, a little virus protection. Well, I mean, for the record, it was on my though, phone, you, though. So I don't think it was a, I think it was some other. Do you have an iPhone? Or you do a, represent several different businesses through your Facebook account. Yes, so I do. I think so you're that's fair to stress, stress me right out there. Um, which is why I can't re- I can't check up the feed because um, I, I, I'm in slumber mode. Oh, anyway, it's just going nuts about you tonight. Oh, uh, the sure comments about Lucas. Oh. But anywho, that's that's kind of what's the haps been with me. So, of course, just been busy trying to get that working and then uh, this whole thing. So if anybody knows how to keep random people from being accepted on your Facebook, uh, shoot me a uh, well, shoot Brad an email. No, hold on. No, wait, <laughs> stop. You're you're like the, my you're like the scammers that just got you. Uh, the, the lesson <laughs> the lesson is don't click the links for cheap deals. <laughs> especially especially on Can items. Hold on. No, 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 no. Were you even looking like legitimately? Were you and Melissa having conversation of <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> we should have a conversation about a soft tub. What's a soft tub? I've never heard of that. It's like a hot tub, but cheaper. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen some links. Well, well, here's the thing: it's I've been I've been tricked by those things twice. The first and both times is because someone I trusted sent me a link, and I assume it was once. Now, and I, to be fair, I don't know for sure that's what it was because this guy says, "Oh no, no, that's like a reputable website. Like it's totally cool." Um, but it looks like it is from a reputable website, but it's like a skeezy person that made that weird website. Hmm. Um, the other I'm one, go on other time, Shopify, find that tub, find that tub, that sweet hundred dollar tub. Hundred bucks. Uh, that's the thing, right? <laughs> okay, Andrew. Andrew, it, stop. Like, How can yeah, I not buy it? Andrew, we're mid podcast. Don't do this. <laughs> Start free trial. Start free trial now. But anyway, so that's the end of my uh, my story. And for Matt's update, it's his birthday. Uh, yeah, and uh, the end of the poll for you, Andrew, is one hundred percent said yes. You should buy the Odyssey van. Again, you guys are playing fast and loose with my money. <laughs> well, in fairness, you're the <laughs> listen. You're the one that opened it up for input. Uh, Jeff says he clicked the same link. <laughs> but it, yeah, he did click the same link, but I don't think it happened to him. So that's why I don't know if it's true or not. He Jeff, said, do you have a bunch of extra friends? Check it out. No, he said he no, said no issues, no issues here. Ah. Uh, Lucas, Matt was slated to uh, to do our smorp tonight. I'm wondering if you would want to run it. Sure, I got half a voice. Let me do this. Uh, although sometimes when I have a bit of a cold, oh, that's, that's been the other thing. Sorry, I've had a sore throat, so I'm coughing all the time. So everyone's giving me the Corona stink eye, like like get out of here, you know, typhoid Mary or whatever. Um, but anyway, I, I think I'm clear. Um, the only virus I have is on my computers now. Hey, Rick and Annabelle, nice to see you guys. Nice. So Smorp, uh, I'm going to be reading through Psalm 81. Um, Can you wait? So sing aloud to God our strength, shout for joy to the God of Jacob, raise a song and sound the tambourine and the sweet lyre of the harp. Blow the trumpet at the new moon, at the full moon and on our feast day, for it is the statue of for Israel, a rule of the God of Jacob. He made it a decree in, jo- in Joseph when he went out over the land of Egypt. I hear language I had not, I had not known. I relieved uh, your shoulder of the burden. Your hands were freed from the basket. In distress you called, and I delivered you. I answered you uh, in the secret place of thunder. I tested you in the waters of Meribah Salah. Hear, O my people, while I admonish you. O Israel, 
if you would but listen to me, uh, there shall be no strange God among you, but you shall bow down in a, to a foreign God, but you shall not bow down to a foreign God. I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. But my God did not listen to my voice. Sorry, but my people did not listen to my voice. Israel would not submit to me. So I gave them over to their stubborn hearts to follow their own counsels. Oh, that my people would listen to me and that Israel would walk in my ways. I would soon subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their foes. Those who hate the Lord would cringe uh, cringe toward him and their fate would last forever. But he would feed you with the finest of the wheat and with the honey from the rock, I would satisfy you. So scripture, the first part of S'more. What words, phrases, or observations of this passage stand out to you? What does the scripture tell you about the nature of the work of God? Um, write them down in the scripture. Uh, if there's anything you want to memorize. So uh, initial reactions, things that pop out at you, phrases, sayings. Um, something that jumped out to me was, uh, Oh, Israel, if you would, but listen to me, there shall be no strange God among you. And when I read that, um, I mean, we have the benefit of looking and, and looking at the Israelites and, and they were, sometimes they were great. Sometimes they were off. They would complain. Like they immediately came out of Egypt and started complaining and wanted to go back into slavery. And, and the Lord is saying, Oh, my people, um, Oh, Israel, if you would, but listen to me, there should be no strange God among you. And it makes me think about, well, I, I mean, I'm just supposed to say what words and phrases jump out at me, but what it says to me about the nature of God is that God is speaking to us and, and we need to listen and we can see what, what took place. And <clears throat> when it mentions the waters of Meribah, I mean, what, what happened there was it got named that because the people were grumbling. They wanted water and, and the place, that place got named Meribah, um, which was where they grumbled Bitter? with, grumbled with the Lord. Um, I guess my, the point, what jumped out to me, the words and phrases were, if you would, but listen to me. And it, to me, it talks about the nature of God is that he's talking to us and it's on us to listen. That was some, I know it was a long scripture, but that was, I mean, I had a few, a few different things, but Andrew, please. Uh, right after that, actually, verse 10, I am the Lord, your God, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Um, to me, I just love this, you know, this reminder that God's giving to them of, of who he is. And I mean, I, I don't know exactly how far off from, you know, when this took place compared to when they, he took them out of Egypt, but I'm assuming it's been a while. And most of these people probably weren't even around for that. And I guess that's just a big assumption because this could have been like the next day. Uh, I don't, I don't have that much biblical knowledge, but. Um, just how often are we in need of that reminder of what God's done for us? Um, for, mm -hmm. you know, and lately almost every night I actually have that moment where I'm so grateful for the things that God has done for me. And they're just mm -hmm. little things or, you know, just the simple things that we, we have, but I've just been so grateful for those things as of late. Hmm. Um, it's a good place to and, be. Yeah, it's just nice, you know, God God's reminding them and God reminds us. And I think we need to keep that in mind, you know, take that 
take stock of what God has done for you mm. Um, mm. And, and just be grateful. And it doesn't have to be big, elaborate things, you know, health and family and a home and mm. a 2011 Honda Odyssey, maybe. <laughs> Who knows, right? <laughs> That's great. Uh, um, I, I liked when it said, uh, in, in distress, you called and I delivered you. It's just a kind of a simple, like, you were in help. You called out to me. It, usually it's when people have like run out of their own options. They're like, well, mm. nothing left to do now, but call out to God, you know, and he, and he delivered them. Um, which is, I think in today's time is a, is a good thing. Did you say Matt had something to say? I did. Matt has something okay. to say. No. <laughs> um, the other thing that jumped out at me too was verse 11. Um, and it's that, but my people did not listen to my voice. So, you know, the top part of all this scripture, God's talking about who he is, what he's done, how he's relieved us from these burdens and, and all of this different stuff. And, uh, and, this, and this desire to have a relationship between us, you know, through, through, the com- through conversation. Um, and then verse 11, he comes in, but my people did not listen to my voice. Israel would not mm-hmm. submit to me. And so I gave them over to their stubborn hearts to follow their own counsels. Uh, yeah. Oh, that, and, and then we see again, I'm not trying to dissect every little bit here, but oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. I, I got to be honest. I've There have been times where I wondered if the Lord looked at me like that. Oh, Brad, if you just walk in my ways right now. And yeah. and then if you follow down through this scripture, um, uh, where would I, uh, that my people listen to me walk in their ways. Where did I see it? It said that he turned them over. So, oh, I gave them over to their stubborn hearts to follow their own counsel, right? Like he said, okay, if this is the, you know, it, it's this free will that we have. Mm. The, the nature of God is that he wants us to choose and, and make that decision to follow him, not to force us into it. He's, and look at everything he's done for the Israelites to this point. And, and Andrew, you're talking about all the things that, that he's done for you. And Aunt Lucas and I could both, you know, spend the rest of the episode talking about all the things the Lord has done for us. And yet there are still moments when we are stubborn and, and, Mm -hmm. and we don't submit. Um, Which brings me back to, for me, I look at all that and I go, how important it is that I'm talking to God and listening to him and, and obeying what he says. I I guess I jumped down into the message there again. Oh man, I got a habit. Well, of doing I was that. just going to say like, what message is that? So maybe that's yours or maybe another message or, um, Andrew, do you have a message that you're kind of getting out of this? Well, I just want to highlight there what Scott said, you know, he kind of went along with, I think you said it, Lucas, but he says in your distress, you called out and I delivered you point hmm. blank. Remember when I did that thing, like Andrew says, great reminder, God has delivered us. God will deliver us. And he has, he has, he will, will, and he will do it again. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, that's a really good reminder for you know, our current state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, big time. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, for me, I, I think it was uh, one of the ones that uh, Brad talked about there, but, oh, but my people would not listen to my voice. Israel um, would not submit to me. Mm. So, and I think that's just important, you know, like, you've got to listen to God. Like, you know, of course everyone wants the blessings. Like, yeah, blessings are great. Give me the blessings. Um, but we're not always willing to listen to like the admonishments and, you know, to actually submit to what's, what's best. It's interesting because that whole idea of not sub- submitting is the, uh, is pride. Yeah. And, and what, what on earth did they have to, to be prideful over? Right. 
Um, and yet, and yet they did, and they wouldn't submit, and they wouldn't they wouldn't humble themselves. And again, it just, that speaks to me again of, cause I, you know, it, look at this, that my people would listen to me that Israel would walk in my ways. I would soon subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their foes. And I don't know about you, but there've been times where I felt like my enemy, the enemy was just hitting me hard. And I just felt, I felt powerless <coughs> and, and it wasn't until I was like, okay, man, you know, it's, I, I found a direct correlation a relation between my stubbornness and pride and, and feeling like the enemy was just winning. And, and then, mm. you know, to submit to God, it felt like, you know, it just, it felt like there was power and authority and that God was just clean in house and, and the enemy couldn't stand, you know, mm. anyway. When you're talking about spiritual warfare stuff, it's funny. Cause I remember one time I was working with an organization and it was just thing after thing after thing. Like, it feels like we just couldn't catch a break. And, you know, um, at, at that point, you know, it's it's kind of neat to think about. Like, you know, when you're coming under that kind of attack, you're like, well, I must be on the cusp of something good. Yeah. You know, like there's, like Satan wants me to stop and to give up. And then actually in that situation, when things were just like looking at the worst and just like nothing seemed to be going the right way, someone said, yeah, if God wants to work, it'll work. Like we just have to trust them. Like it's not. The, yes, we have to do our best and try our hardest and all that. But, but if it if if God doesn't want it to work, it won't work. If God wants to work, there's nothing that can stop it. And I said mm-hmm. that was a great way to look at it. Um, so anyway, I thought that was a kind of a that's one of the kind of obedience things I think for me is just to remember that uh, it's in God's hands. And I think that especially at this kind of time, just keep that in mind. For me, the obedient thing, and I mentioned it already, was to, to make sure that I'm ta- that I'm actually I'm actually listening. I mean, if mm-hmm. you know, if you think about it, in in um, I'm not a military person, but I I often think of God as the commander in chief, and mm-hmm. you need to know what the orders are to obey, um, yeah. and you need to you need to hear them clearly to understand what you're supposed to be doing. And we have such limited time, and we live in such um, man we. Like what a, what a time, what a time to be, um, ministering Mm. and, and how easy it is now in our culture to offend people and and just all this different stuff. Um, how important it is that we hear clearly what God is directing us to do, because if we dare step outside that to the right or the left, we're, we're, you know, in danger of, of doing so much damage. Uh, Andrew, are you okay? I, I heard a noise and saw you jump up a little. Drop something. I'm fine. Okay. I'll make it through this. Okay. <laughs> um, for me, obedience, and I mean, it's just to continue to just be reminded of what God's done for me. I, I will say that I have never in my life been more grateful for what I have than I have in the last, you know, six months. And yeah. and I can really get caught and, you know, play in the, you know, grass is greener game. Um, and so I'm just really enjoying this part of my life where I'm just really, really content and and so grateful for the things that I have. I wonder if that's really I sleep that deprivation because you're not sleeping these days. Uh, maybe. <laughs> every every little bit of sleep is good. Brad, I liked when you talked about, you know, like us being the soldiers and God being the kind of the general or whatever. Um, but there's a neat and kind of an interesting obedience parallel there because 
the soldier on the ground only sees what's directly around him. He doesn't know the big picture. Sure. And he's given an order, go take that hill, go guard this thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't, you know, a good soldier's like, yeah, I'll go do that. Even though he doesn't know why he's doing it necessarily. He knows it's for the good of the, the, the war and all that kind of stuff, but he just goes and takes it. But if you have a soldier who every single time, well, why? Well, why? Like, what? Well, I don't. I don't understand. Like, that's, mm. that doesn't make any sense to me. And passes it up the chain and passes it back down. You know, they just there's not as much you can do with someone like that. Where someone's like, "Yep, yeah, if you say it's to go take that hill, it's good enough for me." As long as you trust, you know, your commander, sort of thing. D- d- and just, that's the same way with us. We need to just, if God says to do it, we need to go do it and not worry about the the hows and the whats and the whys and just go try to take that hill. And the cool thing is, to run with your analogy, um, is that. Not only does he give us the order and it's on us to go, but he he doesn't just give us the order and then say, now just go in your own power and your own strength. Right. He, he trains us. He equips us. He give <laughs> literally, you know, he gives us armor yeah. to put on. Yeah. And 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 so, like it's it's not you know it's it's not just this. Okay, you go do this by yourself. Make it happen. Good luck. Yeah. Make it work. Yeah. Right. It's uh, you know I've given you everything that you that you need to do this and. And then it's crazy to think like he's already won. Like the the big battle is won. Yeah, you know, like we're 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 on the winning side, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Well, it's very cool. Yeah, yeah. I already copied uh, the, the next two things into chat, Lucas, just so that you know. But great. So then uh, we kind of finish up with uh, repentance. So if you have anything to confess, like that's something you could do, um, kind of just for yourself. We're not going to be doing that on the air. Well, and uh, same. It, oh. Like I, I gotta be honest. I would confess and and repent of of just busying myself. Okay, we have a we have a repentance right here, right? Like I'm and I'm not just doing it to draw attention to myself, but I just know how easy it is for me to get caught up in the busyness and and the doing as opposed to the yep. being, and and it it takes a lot of effort for me to be able to stop and listen. And some of the greatest advice I've ever been given was. Um, my pastor from the last church, we were talking about sermon preparation and he said, I want you to, and I've shared this before. He said, Brad, I want you to, to spend the amount of time that you would in preparation. I want you to spend that in prayer and the time that you would have spent in prayer normally spend that in preparation. It really puts things into perspective. Yeah. And like that. So again, just for me personally, I, I, I would repent. I would confess of, of quote unquote busyness and, and not, listening enough. That's good. Um, any other things for uh, repentance or prayer or? All right. Well, uh, that concludes that. So like Brad said, you can go on our website, uh, oxrolyclub.com and you can uh, follow along with the Smorps. Um, so that's something you can kind of do kind of throughout the week with us. Um, and it's something if you're interested in, you can do that on your own as well. And next up, I wasn't right, I wasn't uh, quick enough. I didn't realize you were tossing to me. I'm so sorry. You even that, that's all right. You even used the uh, words. <laughs> so now uh this Poe and Ponderable is actually normally Poe and Ponderables are kind of like a, a hypothetical type of situation, but this one is a real life thing that happened to me while I was in Cuba. And I want to hear your guys' opinion and to our friends on the interwebs, um, what you guys would have done in this situation. So let me paint you a picture. It was our second night in Cuba. 
And we were like super tired from because like our day getting there was like the, the plane was late and all this stuff. So we were like super tired. And then we we were out like on the beach all day. Well, anyway, long story short, we were just exhausted, dog tired. So we're like stumbling back to the room. And it was like 9.30. It wasn't even late. <laughs> but anyway, we're so exhausted. We're like, oh, I'm so tired. And we, we get into the room and Melissa's like, uh, like wash your hands or something. And I, and I look up and in our bedroom, right above our bed is a gecko. Um, or it's whatever they have that's similar to a gecko in Cuba. It doesn't quite look like a gecko, but it definitely can walk on any surface it wants to. Now, was it selling so you car insurance and did you click the link? <laughs> yes, I got it. it saved me 15%, so it can't be all bad. Uh, no, anyway, so there it was on our ceiling. And I, all I could think to myself is, if Melissa sees that, she's not going to want to go to bed until I get rid of it. And I won't be able to get rid of it because they're super fast. And I'm also exhausted. I just want to go to bed. Um, it's not going to, like, they're super skittish and all this stuff. So at that point, I had two options. I can just tell Melissa about it, in which case... There's the next half hour. Uh, or I can go to bed hoping she won't look up. Basically, like if her head was here, it would be up and behind it. And just hoping she doesn't notice it. Um, what did you do? So What did you do? So what do you think I should do? Uh, like, do like what, what is the right thing? Just like, hey, like, you know what? Because either try to find it and maybe not. And then like, is she going to sleep <laughs> trying to think of this lizard scurrying around at night? Or just like, hey, ignorance is bliss, and like a better, a good sleep, because you know nothing's probably going to happen. They're not poisonous or anything, as far as I know. Well, I was going to say, uh, do you know that for sure? <laughs> I did Google poisonous snakes and poisonous things in Cuba, and we're good. Because after I saw the snake uh, on the walkway, I did double check. So, what would you guys have done in that situation? Let your wife in on the uh, lizard of it all, or <laughs> play the ignorance is bliss card and hope for the best. <laughs> So I 100% classic husband think, lose lose. That's what Scott's coming. I 100% in with think that you went to sleep. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I 100% think that you went to sleep the as well. The question isn't what I did. The question is what I should have done. I would have tried to get the gecko. I I, I think gecko. the right thing would have been would be to try to get the gecko because at least you would have moved it from the visible position to perhaps under uh, the bed. Where yeah, you chase it away a little bit. <laughs> Do you bit. think under the bed is a better scenario if your wife's aware of it? Out of sight, out of mind. Am I right? <laughs> no, because guess not. Because here's the thing. Like, if you, like, Cuba is wonderful. The staff at this hotel will not do anything that's not in their job description. So if I said, hey, I got a lizard, they'd be like, congratulations. Like, they, there would have been no help there. Well, that's because um, they're commonplace. That's... That, yeah. Well, I mean, like mice are commonplace. If there's a mice a mouse in my hotel room, I'm sure they would do something for me, theoretically. Um, so so you guys both would have like, hey, say, hey, wife, um, there's a lizard. Lizard wife would have said, lizard's your problem, but I'm not going to sleep without that lizard being taken care of. And can you describe for me how you would capture a lizard on the ceiling? Well, I have to presume you have some kind of weapon. <laughs> Did you bring your nunchucks? I mean, you probably got a lizard lasso. I mean, it, it's on you if you didn't have your nunchucks. <laughs> that really seems like an amateur mistake. Just for, for scale, it's about it was about like that big, probably. Tail Again, like, I think it's more big. important that you get it away from visibility than it is to catch it. Okay, hold right. on. Did it have did it have color changing okay. abilities? What were its what were its superpowers? What were its special Come, 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 chameleon? <laughs> uh, it was a fairly boring green lizard. What color I'm were afraid. your walls? Maybe they were fairly boring green and it was so, it was it was killing it. 
That's a great question. Walls were blue. Um, Maybe it's color. Hold on. Was white or the opposite of that, but I'm pretty sure that's the way it was. Now you are colorblind. <laughs> blue so per- walls, white ceiling. Perhaps you were the yeah, one with the so superpower. Yeah, so it could be purple and yellow. I don't know for sure. Maybe you actually are the lizard <laughs> I'm whisperer. I'm lizard blind though, so there's definitely a lizard Well, there. that's my point is that it wouldn't matter what shade this <laughs> lizard turned. You can still see it because you don't, you can't see shades. No? Nothing? Uh, yeah, well, that's what, well, actually, there is a there is a medical fact that people who are colorblind are not as susceptible to camouflage. So that is a true fact. Whoa, okay. So, How would you, you do go. it? I, I would um, well, find something so to throw. So you both put in your votes. Find something to throw at it. Kill it. Uh, non-lethally. <laughs> non-lethally. <laughs> non-lethally kill it. Okay. Kill it. So Baz going to go for non-lethal kill. <laughs> Clefted in uh, twain. Andrew, non-lethally. Any, uh, plans? Uh, man, <laughs> How do you the get more I'm thinking about it, the what? more I think you should just um, announce that it's there and just <laughs> Lizard, get everybody, get everybody used to the fact that geckos are going to be in your hotel room for the next week. <laughs> get everyone comfortable with that idea. Uh, yeah, there you go. And then, so just and get, then move on. You, so, you spent yeah. so long like setting your expectation for food and yet did not set any expectation for wildlife you would encounter. I wasn't worried about it at all. Even if I hadn't been super tired, which I was, I wouldn't have cared about it. Um, now, are there any, did anybody in chat giving me any ideas yeah, we, of what they would do? We got Krista Hardy coming in chat. Hey, Krista. She says, I remember those little things. <clears throat> so right off the bat, you're not looking so good, Lucas. But I remember those little things. There was a few in my room during a hurricane. Man, uh, we chased them into the bathroom and put a towel across the door for the night. Uh, Scott's coming in with two pillows. First to be thrown at the lizard to knock him off the ceiling. Second one, you second one, you just need the case to catch it when it falls off the ceiling. This sounds like a two pillow job um, that, or well, a two person job. Take the one pillow out of the case, but man, Pin- Scott, you got some reflexes if you can catch one of those things in midair. That's impressive. Pillow ninja equal brownie points with Mrs. Candy. Yeah, you know, I guess the, here's the thing I missed out on. I missed out on a wonderful memory. Well, <laughs> theoretically. Uh, it could have been a fun memory. Hey, remember that time chasing that lizard or whatever? Uh, so you wanted to, so I'll tell you what I actually did. And Henry, you're not too far off. So <laughs> I look up and our room is like, the room is here. And then there's like um, three strings of rope. Like that's supposed to be like a nautical theme. And then there's like the- Three strings of the, rope. We're on the high seas. Yeah, I know. I was like, why Why is this either nothing or a wall, but not that? It's just to catch me in case I run through there too Anyway, fast. sorry. Anyway, go ahead. So, and then like there's a bathroom, but the bathroom only has a t- shower and a toilet, but then the, like the sink part is out in the main area. It's on the other side of the ropes. So Melissa was like washing her hands or taking off makeup or I don't know what it was. Something over there in, the, in that sector where I where she could be seen, but she couldn't see the lizard where, from where, she, where she was. And I sat down, I turned, I turned on... CNN to mask this scurry, any sounds of scurrying. That's what and the whole time for. I'm like, I'm talking to her and I kept like premeditated, kept looking up and it kept staying in like the corner. I was like, okay, I think this, we can probably pull this off. Cause she's probably not going to do like a full put more work into hiding before she goes to bed dealing with it. And then I keep, I keep looking up. And at one point I look up and I never saw him move, but he was all of a sudden in like the middle of the ceiling. Like when she laid down her head, it would have been like right over top of her face. And I was like, oh yeah, honey, that's, yeah, it was a great time tonight. I was like, get out of here, go. Like get back in your corner, buddy. And uh, anyway, and then while I was talking to her, I look up, it was gone. I have no <laughs> idea where it was. 
It could have been in my pillow for all I know. Uh, so then I was like, well, solve that problem. And we went to bed. <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> And then the next day I told her, because I felt kind of bad. I was like, oh yeah, there's a lizard. I didn't want to tell you, but then it disappeared. She's like, I really wish you hadn't told me that. <laughs> She's like, I wish you could have not told me that to her on the plane on the way home. She's like, who knows where it is? I'm like, well, I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to, how to tell you this, but chances are there's 10 of those things within five feet of us right now. We just don't know where they are. Um, so anyway, that's that was that. Uh, that was my choice I made. There was no fallout from it, but you're right. I probably should have been um, more manly in how I took that one on as opposed to just like trying to partner with the lizard to uh, put one over on my wife. So there you go. And that ends... Oh, for heaven's sakes, dude! I was looking up what it, what uh, what the uh, phobia is a called. Gecko's of, hit points are no. I was looking. Yeah, I was looking to see what the phobia was called for for um, <laughs> geckos looking at you. Uh, do you do you want to exit your segment again? Uh, and that concludes. Okay, it sounds like it's pronounced herpetophobia. <laughs> Seems like it's all encompassing. <laughs> I'd rather it wasn't, but go ahead. Herpetophobia. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, it is our that's the end of the episode. I don't know how else to tell you. You've come this far you've come <laughs> this far over. with us. I, I guess it's up to me now. You can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube at Oxford Holy Club. Uh, you can throw up the hashtag OH Club when you're using social media. I think I'm the only one who's done it so far, but hope they'll start a trend. Uh, <laughs> we would love a five-star rating on our uh, podcast and on iTunes. Um, if you leave us a five-star rating, we'll read it on the air. Not only that, but you can send your questions to us at www.oxfordholyclub.com. And that is questions, whether it's anonymous question about uh, SMORP or spiritual question that maybe is unrelated to that, or a tiebreaker that you need us to definitively <laughs> decide for you. We can take care of that for you. Uh, and you can also buy merch there. And we got a few cool things up there for you to, to check out. And as you know, we don't pay to advertise, so any growth that we have really does come from you sharing with sharing us with others. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, keep spiritually fit and have, have fun. fun.